Welcome to Cellcast, a monthly podcast where we get one of our colleagues in the studio to talk about his or her work and hobbies. The idea with the podcast is to get the chance to know your colleagues from CFB. Each interviewee will pass the baton on to another interviewee and ask him or her a question. Your host today is communications officer Anne Vermelyke. My guest this morning is Daria Sergeva. She is one of the first PhD students enrolled in the Novo Nordisk Foundation Copenhagen Bioscience PhD program, which started in 2016. Today we're going to talk about how she actually got one of the desired positions in this program. And we'll try to elucidate how her passion for biology is connected to her hobby of playing a challenging intellectual Russian game. First, welcome Daria. Thank you. <laughs> you work in the Cho group and you are originally from Russia. Yes, yeah, so I'm working in the Cho Line engineering group. And as you may know, Cho stands for Chinese hamster oversells. And this is a cell line which is uh, widely used for production of biopharmaceuticals, such as uh, antibodies, which is are used for treatment of cancer and in our group we do genome engineering of the cell lines uh, and uh, yeah I'm in the second year of my PhD now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds interesting. We'll get back to that later but uh, could you tell me a little bit uh, about yourself? Where did you grow up and what was it like? Yeah so I was born in the middle of Russia. It's a place called Izhesk and it's a city close to Ural Mountains. And you may never heard about this city before, but you actually may know the person who worked there. Uh, so this is uh, Kalashnikov, the engineer who built the famous gun AK-47, which is uh, yeah widely known. But uh, actually, like our city uh, has a lot of uh, factories and in industry. So it's not only guns, but also some uh, like uh, space engineers and so on. So that's a very cool city, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Can you tell from the city picture that the Kalashnikov... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a museum of Kalashnikov. So okay. if you go to Izhevsk, then you may dis visit it. And so uh, I moved to St. Petersburg uh, to study in the university, uh, St. Petersburg State University. And uh, I actually studied in a biological faculty there. And it's, uh, I think it's very cool uh, place uh, because you get very broad knowledge of what biology really is. Because our first year in the university was all about the diversity of nature. So we had uh, lots of courses in zoology and botany. So we studied all the Latin names of the plants. And uh, after the first year, we actually had a practice in the field. So we went to the island in the White Sea. It's a sea close to a uh, portal, portal uh, circle. So it's uh, like Arctic uh, ocean area. And uh, so this, this is an um, uninhabited island. So there is nothing there except a research station of this university. And we were there for one month in the summer. And we studied different creatures from the sea. And uh, so we went to sea every day and uh, collected different like uh, slugs or starfishes, jellyfishes, and uh, we studied uh, all different kinds of uh, things 
which lives in the sea. And it was just so amazing time. Um, I really enjoyed the the diversity of it and I like it was my first time that I realized how our planet actually beautiful and how many things are there uh, and how they evolved uh, in this uh, planet that's uh, yeah. that's really amazing wow it yeah amazing and uh, <laughs> yeah. was it um, at that field trip your interest in biology really kicked off or yeah it's uh, I think it was uh, one of the key moments when I really saw that I like really want to be connected to the biology to understand how it works why we have these all things different things like different kinds of plants and uh, animals but they all have the same like basis it's like the molecular biology of it it's the same it's dna and the proteins are the same mm. so that's so after the first year we had other courses like in biochemistry in molecular biology immunology so then i um, found my interest more in in this uh, like molecular biology and biotechnology field so uh, for my master's degree i specialized more in uh, biotechnology and biochemistry and I was actually working in a research institute for my master thesis, where I did uh, work in the laboratory, uh, which was using your cells. So they were using your cells for production of antibodies. And my project was uh, about analyzing these antibodies. So it was not about just line engineering. Like I, I haven't done genome engineering before I went to CVB. So that... Uh, but I already had the connection to Chosels in, in Russia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you somehow went from slugs to Chosels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a big shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, how did you then get enrolled in the Copenhagen Bioscience PhD uh, program after university? Yeah. So I was uh, thinking what I should do after the university, and actually I saw some post in the social networks where uh, this program was advertised and since it was the first year when this uh, no nordisk phd program was uh, um yeah um enrolling phd students uh, nobody knew actually what is it about like what uh, and uh, then i read the like description of this program and i was really amazed because it's this program connects four different Novo Nordisk Foundation centers. So three of them are based in uh, Copenhagen University. It's a uh, center for protein research, center for basic metabolic research, and uh, DANSTEM. And one is our center, Center for Biostability. And as a PhD student enrolled in this program, you can choose one of the centers, but initially you, you don't choose your group. So you just select one of the centers and then in the first year you do rotations in different groups and decide where you want to continue uh, for your PhD. And so I was invited for the interview <laughs> after like my application and uh, we, we came to Denmark for two days and in our uh, like we visited all the four centers and we had the interview and it's actually was quite stressful day for me because it was my first uh, like serious interview with the, the professors uh, and uh, so it was a panel of four people from different centers so PIs and professors uh, were asking questions like how you see yourself in five years which I mean I'm a student I never know this um, and uh, the task was for the interviews actually it's a uh, 
they give you a paper and you should read it and uh, critically think about it like find some uh, maybe not clear things which uh, authors didn't do right or like to really think do you like this paper or not what you will do different and I actually um, didn't like so much the papers and I wanted to criticize it a little bit on the interviews but I wasn't sure if it's the right thing to do because it, the interview is quite important thing so you don't want to to screw up and uh, so that was quite stressful and I was uh, yeah telling that okay this uh, paper maybe not uh, as as great as they could have done it and uh, after the interview the PIs actually told me that you were right. That was the right thing to to criticize this paper, and uh, it was really a, yeah great moment. Um, and so we like in the last day of the visit, we actually went to CFB, and uh, at that time it was in Horskholm, so it my, was my first time there, and I was really amazed in the, like about the place where it's located because it's in the forest and it was very sunny spring day and all the trees around I was like I really like it and then I also met my supervisor there it's uh, Helena Kildegor and uh, so she was uh, telling me about the group and uh, also I met some uh, lab mates uh, who worked in this group and I realized that I, I really want to work in this place because they have like very nice atmosphere uh, and very friendly and like only later I, I realized that uh, this is actually a very cool group because they were the pioneers in the CRISPR engineering of CHO cells so basically they were one of the first people who did CRISPR in mammalian cells and <laughs> so I was very lucky to, to be part of this group yeah Sounds really interesting. After your visit in in Hersholm and and uh, when you were visiting uh, Denmark, uh, uh, you had your wallet stolen. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, when I okay, so I was uh, enrolled in the program and I, I came to Denmark like first of September to really start my PhD. And on my way f- from the Copenhagen airport to to Norport, my wallet was stolen with all my credit cards or my money for like two months uh, in Denmark, my first two months in Denmark. So it was really a stressful day for me because I realized, okay, I just have uh, 200 euros in my suitcase and that's all for the whole month. And uh, it was very difficult to like, uh, to get my money back from the Russian accounts. And so actually my first thought was, okay, where I can like find the money. So our PhD program, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, 16 people who are starting each year. So in uh, four people in each center. And I already knew some people who were in uh, Copenhagen from this program. So I actually were not alone at the ta- at that time. And uh, so the, my friend, uh, uh, she helped me with the money and we were cooking together in the first month to actually like, uh, yeah, and she helped me very much. And uh, I think that's that's a great point about this program that you start with the network already. So you you are not coming as a, a lone PhD student into Copenhagen, but you already have someone uh, who like can help you, who, who can support you, and you can also just go and uh, relax with someone together and hang out. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, it seems like you're very um, social uh, with the other uh, PhD students. What do you do together in the group? Yeah, it's it's really nice, uh, a group of PhDs. Uh, and uh, like we're all from different countries. So it's uh, like South America and Europe and uh, Russia. So it's different um, personalities, but we all like... Uh, share the passion for the science and also we like to uh, yeah sometimes hang out together like we had a halloween party or we went for friday beers and so on and also last um, october we organized a symposium uh, in the copenhagen university and it was a full day and uh, it was called the complexity of aging and we invited uh, like eight maybe speakers Uh, from abroad and from Denmark and they gave the great talks about aging and uh, you may wonder why aging because nobody like in this four centers working with aging but we thought that this is the uh, topic which is close to everyone so everyone at some point will think uh, like how to stop aging and uh, the people we invited were very like top scientists in aging and it was actually very nice to hear something outside of your topic but still very like high science and you you see some insights from there um yeah it was a great day and i think we did a great job because it's it's uh, like to organize a symposium it's not so easy like you have to invite the people and then find the venue and the uh, think about the food and uh, invite people so it was really nice that we worked together with other PhD students and we actually succeed in this event and people who went there they were actually telling oh, this that was a wonderful day and we learned a lot so it was very nice to hear but now you have uh, stayed in Denmark for a couple of years yeah. and um, i was wondering how how is russia different from denmark and at what points do you find similarities yeah so of course uh, like russia is very big and denmark is a size of yeah <laughs> a small small part of russia so that's a big difference but uh there is some similarities because uh, so i was studying in st petersburg for six years and uh, actually the climate there is very similar to denmark so it's uh quite dark uh, all year around and then rain and wind it's it's kind of the same and uh, also like Russia is not some exotic country we are still like Europeans uh, and so we share the culture but uh, if you think about the science there is some big difference because uh, in Denmark you have a lot of uh, funding for science so you can have uh, the like top instruments and uh, state of the art techniques and in Russia science is not so well supported so you have to invent invent new things every time because you basically don't have the resources for doing the science so you have to like make your own own reagents or work on the old machines which are older than you but it's still like it's uh, stimulates you to be inventive and find some some new things which i think it's uh, quite fun sometimes <laughs> not all of the time because of course it's nice when you can get the reagents in one week and then just continue with your experiments and not spending time on just preparing one buffer yeah and uh, that's uh, that's yeah. a difference okay <laughs> 
moving on. Um, what do you do in your spare time? Yeah, so as a PhD student, uh, you sometimes not have so much spare time, but uh, I like to be on the nature and uh, really when I go on vacation, I like to be uh, like in the na national parks or just go in the forest or in the lake. That's how I relax. But uh, when I'm in the city, I actually play some uh, <clears throat> intellectual game, which is uh, Russian, like it's played in the Russian speaking community uh, all over the world. So uh, it's mostly in Russia, but then in former USSR countries like Ukraine, uh, they also play in it. And uh, it's called uh, What, Where and When. And uh, it's uh, similar to pub quiz, but not uh, exactly. So it's a game where you sit in a team of six people and uh, you were asked, like, you should answer the questions and you you have one minute to answer each question. And I'm playing the sport version of this game where you, like, have several te teams sitting together and then uh, the same questions were asked and you have to answer it. And so I started to play this game when I was in Nizhevsk as a when I was in school, but, and then I continued to play it in St. Petersburg when I was a student. And I actually won some prizes in some competitions in this game. And I was very surprised to find out that uh, in Copenhagen there is some people who also play this game. And uh, I met, met them and uh, they were very nice people, all very smart and very intelligent. And uh, I found some friends there, uh, which I'm very happy. Yeah, and so this game is uh, you. It's it's not like pop quiz where you were asked like about exact facts, facts like what color is flag of Denmark, but in this uh, game you actually have to be more creative and you have to use your knowledge from different fields like uh, culture and literature and find the hidden hidden connections between uh, different uh, facts and sometimes you get insights or it's just your intuition and you just wow that's that's it I know this answer and uh, I, I really find it a uh, uh, good game for just to have your brains to like to be flexible a little bit not to see the question from di different angles and uh, yeah, to find the answer. How do you think your hobby is linked to your passion for biology? I mean, what are the common features? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you 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 are using your brain all the time in science. So in in this game, the your your ability to think is the key. Uh, but I think that that game it's uh, gives you some uh, ways of. Uh, to think differently on different questions. Like I said, that you have to see the questions from different angles and find some links. Um, and I think that uh, also broaden your like uh, view on the world as well. So you may find something uh, which you never thought of, some connections which you never thought of, and it's it helps in science as well. Yeah, now we're getting to the end of uh, the interview, but um, who would you like to pass uh, the baton to and uh, what would you like to, to ask the next person? 
Yeah, so I heard that uh, Andreas Warburg is going on a conference in Germany, and I'm quite quite interested in what uh, he's doing there. And uh, I'm also would like to hear how the work in the pre-pilot plant is going. Yeah, so yes. maybe you will invite him next time. Yes, uh, definitely. We would also like to know a bit more about the pre-pilot plant and and all of this is exciting work. Um, so that was it for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you, Daria. Uh, for talking to me and participating and thanks to our listeners for listening. <laughs>